five. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we start the move from international football back to the domestic stuff. Leah Labada is out for around four months, according to Celtic manager Brendan Rodgers. Rangers will be first up when it all starts back with what's become a huge trip to St Johnston and Scotland's women's internationals withdraw their legal claim against the Scottish FA. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson. Yep, big games round the corner once again and all the players would have reported back to their club by now and back in training. And for Michael Beale, it's a crucial time. He's got his full squad uh, back with him at the training ground. He'll be working on a few things before his afternoon trip to St. Johnson. Celtic at home to Dundee. Brendan Rodgers, with that news that Wheel Abada is out for up to four months, that may give others who haven't seen much game time an opportunity and plenty of good games around the country to look forward to this weekend, Gordon. Yeah, it's back to the bread and butter at the weekend. Looking forward to it. A lot of good games there. Obviously, as Mark's touched on, the, the early ones in Johnson Rangers. Michael Beale needs to get a result there. Um, and then you look down that fixture list and two managers under a little bit of pressure as early on in the season. Hearts and Aberdeen. I'm looking forward to the weekend's football. Come on then, 01419511025. There is no denying it. International breaks have become better. They've got better over the years because Scotland are actually doing things now and getting close to major qualification. Uh, but even still, even still, I know there's that section of you out there that just long for the domestic football to return. Well, now you've got your wish. We've been talking all about Scotland and England and Cyprus and the Euros and all the permutations. If you've been sitting patiently waiting to get a discussion going about domestic football, now is your chance. Don't let it pass you by. 01419511025. Give us a call right now and get the ball rolling. Celtic fans, in terms of news today, I wonder what you make of that development about Leah Labada. Talking four or five months out injured, probably the calendar year over for him. How big a blow is that? Who's the main contender to take his place? Are Celtic in any way light in those areas? Or does the numbers suggest that there are plenty of backup options? Give us all your thoughts, please, on 01419511025. Rangers fans, you'll be first up, I guess, when the games uh, do return in the Premiership. So why not get your early thoughts over to us? How important do you hope this break has been? What do you what do you hope Rangers have brushed up on over the break? What are you hoping to see? When things kick off again, 0141-951-1025. And anything else at all, like I say, it is a bit of a clean slate. We're relying on you to help flip the switch back to domestic football. But you need to give us a call. 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB in the company of Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson. And I must admit, for anyone watching on the live stream, I'm actually really struggling to concentrate. I can see the light reflecting in my eye. What is what is that piece of silverware around your neck, Mark Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's it. That's the whole thing. That's just something I found. <laughs> in, I was like, do you know what? Right, honestly. It's just something I found in the house there. It's just another winner's medal. Oh, look, they can't camera. even get on it. Yeah. What yeah, is you always the, zoom in there. Let us see that. For those listening at home, Master. Gordon, it's a Masters Champions medal. I'm Imagine that. You don't see many of those in, in this studio. But <laughs> have you got the, one of those? The, the heat will make that Masters run. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the state of that. Ah, 
there you go. Is it as high yeah. quality as the carpet that it was played on? Uh, well, <laughs> By the way, listen, they must have spent all the budget in this uh, medal. It's pretty heavy. I've uh, got I've got a few medals to compare it to. Have you? You've I've got, got one. No, you've I've only got, got one no, no, to compare it to. But listen, nice piece of work. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You want to wear it? You want the to designer must have had some job worrying about trying to get it over some people's necks that were that big. Oh, name you, names who you who you oh, who you call oh, it. Oh, you know who. How would you critique Mark's performance? Because terrible, absolutely. And I'm not seriously. Kidding. The guy, he ran his heart out. He's a master's champion. He's got the medal round his neck to show. <laughs> don't, for don't think that was the compliment I wanted. I there. have. I, I have ran said, my heart. Out. I've said. I don't think that I've was. Said, was I've said. <laughs> I've said. All right. Okay. Repeatedly on this show, right? And I'm. I'm not having a go. I'm not because well done. You've this got one. Like it's going to be having a go. He's about yeah. to have uh, a go. You okay. get a, a plastic medal thing around your neck. You can't be proud that's, that's of that real. who you're playing against. It's real. Right. What do you mean? Who I'm playing against? Yeah, you, like Kenny you know Miller. You, you adjusted. Derek to, Riordan. You you adjusted to Colin the carpet. Carmen. You adjusted to the carpet. You must have been old school with your old mum and dad. With the carpet. <laughs> I was playing the living room all week in the lead up. Exactly the carpet. I'm telling we aren't rough lot of it. Give your honest assessment of his performance. Don't try and Hon- off honestly, for the right? And and no, I'm not. Um, he did try hard. He ra- what I seen right. He ran about. He, he, he's like a bee in a house. You hear him, you see him, but it doesn't really do anything. It's just looking for a window. That's that's, that's definitely offensive. That that's, that that, that that's it, just, it just wants out every time he gets a ball. He never scored a goal. I'm a defender. He's never scored a goal. I was, I was, I was put right? in there with Kelvin Wilson, the Wilson brothers, brothers. To, <laughs> to shut up shop, and we did that. I could see the similarities actually. Um, Aye. but did it? Did it not? Both could, look you, after could, could you not see that natural ability that he had in his playing career coming coming to the floor? Look, well, the difference yeah. is, yeah, I enjoyed Chris Commons. Obviously, yeah, he's putting a couple of pounds, and the football players <laughs> do. <laughs> football players do that, right? They might eat one or two bits of toast more, but he's not. The, never been the fittest. He's, he's now having a go. I love teammates. I no, he's not. What, this is coming I, back I, to you. I loved watching Chris Commons. He brought something to it: goals, imagination, passes. Then you've got him just running about. It was. He never contributed anything for me. Honestly, and I, I've said this throughout his career. I went back and I watched his career with Dundee United, right? Joey Average, midfield player, couldn't play there, wasn't he good enough, get put to full back. Went to Celtic, couldn't he play right back, wasn't he good enough, get put to left back. Get Eventually got the number 12 shirt. Are you going to let this roll on? <laughs> that, this is, this is an absolute attack. <laughs> I don't then, know what to say to this. Then, then I was tu- expecting this maybe to come back to something good. <laughs> and then he turns up... It's at getting the, worse. He turns up at the Masters and he's drank about 10 litres of water the week prior, right? He come in here with his he big water. He was looking slim. He was. And <laughs> he, he eventually... It's <laughs> a bad day when that's my only compliment I've got. By the way, we're 10 minutes into the show and that's the first nice thing either of have said. <sighs> at least I was there. Exactly. Did you get an invite to any, any of your oh, previous I'm, teams? I'm a bit older now. You could have go. been there managing. Not at all. When you've got legends, listen, like you're not a big enough name. He's not a big enough. Listen, name. you weren't a big enough name to go in the legends bus down to Liverpool, and there's some people on hey, there never st- even played. Still a so point. <laughs> oh, man, but I've got a Masters medal, so who needs a Liverpool game? We'll get back oh. to this praise of Mark Wilson later on in the show. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is. <laughs> can't get off my head. <laughs> 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 that is. 
That is the number that Mark and Irvin... Well, can you be quiet? Sorry, <laughs> just chatting about my medal. That is the number that Mark oh. and Irvin has done. Oh, he's broken! <laughs> oh my God, he's broken my medal! Geezer! Andy, want a bit of tin? Enough. Mark, I'm so sorry about these two children. Um, take it away, right. what's your point tonight? Uh, evening panel, congrats on your medal, Mark. Oh, thanks, Mark. <laughs> Uh, just to say that the, the defence Celtic's going into Europe with the, with the news concerning the Dutch champions just coming up and we've got one out and out left back in Greg Taylor Bernabe not chosen I don't know if he's fit but he wasn't chosen Navrocki out Carter Vickers not fully fit at all and um, Alistair Johnson who's just really come into kicking a ball again with three, four games just want to get your opinion on like the defence Celtic's got coming up against the big boys of Europe, basically. It's going to be tough. You know, Mark, I can see where you're going with us. Burnaby left out of the squad for the, the Champions League, which suggests to me, it's skills in it, I take it. Mm -hmm. It suggests to me what I was, I was saying a couple of weeks ago, that skills could have played his way into a, a kind of hybrid left-back, centre-back, wherever he is needed. Um, I think when everybody's fully fit He's not going to play centre-back um, I think Nat Phillips will come in there Wagner Bielka might keep his place um, But as time goes on Skills might be the backup left-back But as Does thin, that surprise you? Uh, but of course it surprises me You know, Skills' performance at Ibrox I thought was top class Especially after, with all the stick he was getting And everybody didn't expect a lot from him And he proved a lot wrong Myself included That he dealt with that occasion Um but it surprises me then uh, Well Brendan Rodgers had a look at Burnaby I've never been Burnaby's biggest fan Daz was the opposite Daz saw something in him I didn't And Brendan Rodgers is in a position now Where mm. he's left between a rock and a hard place I think he sees skills as a more solid Out and out defender Which would be more reliable in games where you're coming under serious pressure what, Than Burnaby What does it say for your man You've been a big, mm. you've been a big advocate of his Burnaby doesn't even make the Champions League squad and if this is the reason they've opted for someone who has never played left back for Celtic under Brendan Rodgers yeah it's uh, a bit worrying for him um, I thought he was coming on to a good, a good game uh, for Celtic and then all of a sudden he comes on in the, the Rangers game and he looked he looked well off the pace he looked like he was jogging through the game Um I hate to say this about footballers he looked a bit disinterested at, at times for me and I think Brendan Rodgers has basically decided well I'm going to go with someone like Skills as Mark White rightly points out he's got that option that he can play that left centre back like he, he played at Ibrox he can play left back uh, he's natural he's comfortable there as well um, so I think after the disappointing uh, cameo uh, performance uh, Ibrooks for Burnaby I'm not surprised Gordon That he's been left mm. out Let's hear a bit from Brendan Rodgers Whilst you're on the line Mark Because he's confirmed Leal Abada's set to miss Up to four months He's picked up a thigh injury Whilst doing extra shooting practice After training He's gone to London today For a uh, for a scan But we think it's It's going to be around About three to four months He picked up uh, At the end of training uh, In a shooting exercise So uh, it's a real shame for us because he's um, he's done well over pre-season and, and as you can see he started in a lot of the games since I've been here. So uh, so yeah, so we're really disappointed. But 
it's, uh, it's a squad game for us, so we will have other players to come in. I signed a new deal and seemed happy, and, and of course I was looking forward to continue his development because he still has obviously lots of areas that he can improve on. But um, but yeah, it's a shame. It's it's a learning for him, and uh, he'll work hard and hopefully get back, and then we'll uh, we'll use him for the second part of the season. How big a blow is it, Mark? I I don't want to use the word catastrophic because it's a bit it's a bit strongly a word, but I it's massive losing Leo Rabada. I mean, he goes under the radar a lot of games, but his goal contributions and his assists speak for themselves. Um, and he's a he, he's a starter for us, you know. What I mean, he's, he's a starter for us, so that's me. An unsettled eleven going into this. The basically the start of the Champions League, but. Be interesting to see what this boy Palmer can do. I mean, he's a good highlight reel on the YouTube and that, and you see his goal record for the last team he was at. It's quite outstanding. So it gives other boys a chance, but it's also a disruptive. It's disruptive. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's bring in Kevin, who's also a Celtic fan. What's your take on it, Kevin? When you heard that news today, <coughs> Kevin, can you hear us? Sounds like he's there somewhere. Mm, come on, Kev. To my untrained ear. Right, we've made him disappear for a second. We'll try and uh, and get him back. But yeah, that was that news today, just to recap in case anyone did miss it. Um, Brendan Rodgers confirming Leal Abada out for around about four months. Kevin's keeping us in suspense. You, you two can give us your opinion first while we get him back. It's a sore one for Celtic. I think Brendan Rodgers highlights it there that Abada was firmly in his plans. Um, Abada always provides something you know whether it's a goal whether it's an assist he's always there he started the season pretty well so it's a big loss and I think for any manager out there how frustrating is it when it's done in a shooting uh, drill after training you know we all like seeing players doing a bit extra but things like that really get under manager skins um, so it's a big blow but it gives others an opportunity Palma Telio's back in training as well you wonder if we'll see more of them it's, it's a sore one, not for just Celtic, but it's a sore one for the lad. Um, he was starting to make that outside right position his own, Gordon. Um, he is a big player for Celtic. He signed a new contract, as Brendan Rodgers quite rightly pointed out. He seemed to be in the happy camp. And um, unfortunately for the boy, try to do a little bit of extra. Um, it's, it's backfired and uh, he's now in the sidelines for four months. It's a long, long time out for any young player. I'll tell you what, why don't we give Kevin a bit of a time to get back in touch? Oh, I can see him phoning in just now. I was going to go to the break and get him on after. Now he's phoning back. This is the beauty of live radio. You're mm. thinking on your feet. What do we do? Do we take him now? Do we wait and cut him? Quite a break. Nah, he's here. <laughs> Better not cut him down and he's mm. prime. Kevin, have you got us this time? I've got you here. Good, man. What are you thinking about this injury news? Um, I'm a bit of a... Yes. Oh, wow. It's in the Clyde Tunnel. That always breaks off there. This better be worth waiting for. I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. We'll speak to Kevin after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here and after the big build-up the suspense the nation is waiting with bated breath to find out what Kevin from Motherwell thinks about Leela Bada's injury Kevin, don't let us down oh, Don't put me under pressure <laughs> um, 
First of all, congratulations to Mark Wilson, champion. Well done, mate. Now, some things never change, Mark. Thanks, Kevin. I'm used to it. Thank you. Ah, you're used to me. That's what happens to the best bike, the best right back Scotland's ever produced. Oh my word! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll even admit that's a bit far. But Kevin, thanks you were, anyway. When we spoke to you last, you sounded like you were having signal problems because mm. you were driving. No, it was just the signal around here is rubbish, mate. Right? Because so I was going to say, that, that obviously, it. we wouldn't condone. <laughs> drinking un- under the influence, do you know what I mean? It's like, but just to keep just up to, the good to, work, to Kevin. That out there. Oh, um, what about Leila Bada? Um, I actually had said, listen, it's obviously really bad news. Um, Leila Bada's the boy before me, he was still going on about Leila Bada's goals and goal contributions, but um, he's not really set the heather on fire recently. Um, he is a really important player, don't get me wrong, but I think this is a big chance for, for Yang. So I'm actually. One man's misery is another man's gain. So I think this is a massive opportunity for Yang because I think Palmer, listen to Brendan Rodgers, it's probably 50-50 that Palmer's even going to be in the squad for Saturday. So, and Yang has actually been really impressive since he's uh, for the wee bit snippets that I've seen him play for us. So I think it's a big chance for him. And we've got, we, we do have plenty of cover at wide. So um, I, you would much rather have him and he is a starter. But, it's a big chance for Yang, so we're quite excited to see what he can do for the starters. It's a chance for him to grab it, I think. I like Yang. I'm the same as Kevin. What I've seen of Yang so far, <laughs> he looks impressive, he looks fearless, he looks everything you'd really want for a, from a winger, that when he gets the ball, he drives at defenders, he's got a wee trick in his locker as well, um, and bags of pace. So Kevin's right, you know, Abada, good player. He was in Brendan Rodgers' plans, but with him out, you know, we we were chatting about how many wingers were were coming through the door at Celtic. Now's the time to utilise them. So it's an opportunity for the young man. I didn't know about Palmer being fifty fifty. I thought it might have just been a sweet a straight swap with Palmer getting in there. But Kevin might be right. Yang's been there. He's performed a few times and he's caught the eye. I have no problem with people finding the silver lining, Gordon, and you always hear that, you know, the door then opens for someone else. But ultimately, ultimately, Leila Bada clearly is one of the first choice wide options for Brendan Rodgers. He is now not available. So yes, for Yang, it's great. And for fans who want to see more of Yang, it's great. In an overall squad game scenario, it must go down as a blow. Oh, it's a big blow, of course it is. Um, because... If Celtic were playing the most important game tomorrow, um, a bad I would be in, certainly. Um, I said earlier, I think that he's made that uh, wide number seven, as I call it, in the, the right wing, his own. Um, so just specifically you that calls it that? I think so, yeah. Right, OK. Because uh, modern day football, they call it different right. things. Um, so I think he's, I think, I think, uh, listen, Kevin's right. He's sometimes he's a hit or a miss, a bad, but he can. He can create, he can score, he's got good, good pace, he's lively. I I, I like Abada. Um, He's a bit, you you know, you get frustrated with him at times. But Kevin's writing one thing tonight, just one. It does give the opportunity to other players. And Mm -hmm. uh, you just wonder, the player that's sitting there waiting to take up that mantle, take up that challenge, it's up to him now. He's got four months or... Brendan Rodgers has got plenty of options there he can rotate as well. And he's got the experience of James Forrest. There is no doubt Celtic have backup if you're talking numbers, Mark Wilson. Yep. Yang, Palma, Maeda would be the, the main yeah. three. We've not seen Marco Tilio yet since he's back he in training, I think. And then once you even go beyond that, you would get to 
James Forrest, mm-hmm. Mikey Johnson, Rocco Vata, or his situation is. So the numbers undeniably are there. Is the is the depth and quality there as well for you? Well, that remains to be seen because we're yet to see Palmer. We've yet to see Telio. Um, Yang was so glimpses. I thought against St. Johnson, Yang was probably the standout and he gets taken off, doesn't he? Um, and even when he comes on against Aberdeen, he looked good. So he might have the quality, but he needs a, a prolonged period of playing in the first team, starts to build his confidence. You know what you're getting with James Forrest. Um, somebody will give his all for the club, but maybe not as as explosive as he once was, but he'll still do a job for you. And then the further you go down, Mikey Johnson, um, he's been injured a lot and, you know, he may struggle with that, but the boy's got talent. But Abada is the first choice. Maeda on the other side, probably the first choice. It's up to those that have been waiting in the wings to take their chance when they get it. That's what being at a big club like Celtic's all about. You know, you sit around an awful long time for your chance and when you get it, you've got to grab it. Young, Palmer, I guess those two will be, you know, not... Not delighted that one of their teammates are injured, but just glad that they may get an opportunity this weekend. Are you expecting Celtic to kick on from that that win before the break? <laughs> Kevin, you know, if it is people coming back from injury, uh, Rio Hitati, Cameron Carter-Vickers is not as far away, obviously. Are you expecting any of the, what's the, the word, any of the, any of the negativity that was about before the Rangers game, are you expecting that to all sort of fade away? I don't know if I'll all completely fade away because there is that section of Celtic fans that have still got a beaner bonnet about Brendan Rodgers but I think the, it was a great result at Ibrox we no defence uh, no fans we, we still came away with the the win uh, but we do need a good a good, a good victory on Saturday because we can't have another St Johnston uh, as I said to your producer Rangers especially Michael Beale are under heavy duty pressure this weekend they need to win and, and win well and if they don't then you know Rangers could be without a manager before Celtic even kick off at three o'clock. So uh, we, we need a good result because it would be good to make some changes ahead of going into Holland. It would be it would be good to have the result tied up by half time. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you two children laughing at? Because I don't actually think it was anything Kevin said. I think no, you've, just, you've just spotted something on the telly. <laughs> it's, on the, or... it's on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> one of the comments for somebody. <laughs> Is it the one that says Spence the Cutter Can I, can I no. get a shout out For my dog <laughs> No It's Go back to radio Dad Dad's his nose It's turning my stomach I don't know, my <laughs> there's, a, there's another one Come up I had to have a chocolate Wilson's got more dinners Than Dale's I thought Oh more medals Than oh. Dale's I thought <laughs> You get some entertainment on these things. You do realise that the That's produ- the best. That's you the do realise that the producers noise. have to choose to put those comments up there. So they've dug you in. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. They're not sure. As if, as if we could possibly let random comments come up on the live is stream. Is that me, Chris? Um, I don't know which one of them it is. Oh, that's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. We're laughing at you. Kevin just, actually makes some really good points yeah, as well yeah. in, in the midst of all that. Mark, um, Rangers will be without a manager by the time Celtic kick off at three o'clock if it doesn't go their way. It, I mean, my goodness, talk about being back to domestic football with a bang. Well, you know, over at the Rangers situation with Michael Bale, there was a lot of rumours, wasn't there? There was a lot of, you know, stuff in social media. You were kind of checking, is it true? Is something going to come out? But listen, business as usual, Michael Beale is still there. He's still in the dugout. 
He's got a job to do. He would have been working hard with the players that remained at the club, now away in international duty. But he needs a result. Now, if he can get a performance to go alongside the result, then perfect. It's what every manager wants. But first and foremost, he needs three points. Um, and you only have to go back a couple of weeks to see how hard St. Johnson made it for Celtic. Celtic were well below par, of course. But look, you got to give St. Johnson credit on that day. But you've got to fancy Rangers. You know, even underperforming Rangers, you've got to fancy them away at McDermott Park. You're right, the Twitter sphere was in overdrive last weekend, wasn't it? Rumours mm-hmm. about Michael Beale text flying around. I decided to use the international break wisely. Uh, went away with the family, went for an overnight. Won't say where because I don't want to give away mm-hmm. the rest of the story. Uh, couldn't check into the room in time. So I decided to go to the wee play park with my daughter across the way. And who's pushing his child in the swings? But Michael Beale. Mm-hmm. Right in amongst all these texts I'm getting up his mic. Looking to pull the microphone at yeah. I'm just thinking I'm just analysing <laughs> them. I'm just analysing his swing technique going, Do you look like a guy that's just been sacked? Uh, you would think that tra- you'd have travel to lodge would let you in a bit earlier, <laughs> would you know? <laughs> you think but the conclusion you'd have to come to listen, is no. Uh, it, never mind a way relaxing, he'll need to get a result at the weekend, there's no doubt. Mm. Um he came in for a lot of criticism, has died down now. Uh, the jury will be out at Perth. I'm, I'm with Mark. I think if they go up there and, and play and get the right team, right tactics, then I think they'll win the game easily. Rangers fans, you can get your calls in uh, on that because we'll move on very soon, I suspect. Let's hear a bit more from Brendan Rogers on other injuries. He's given a bit of an update. Rio Hitati back fit. Cameron Carter-Vickers expected to return at the start of October. The, the guys that... Uh Obviously been out for a little longer term. Obviously Rio Atate will be back, which is great news for us. He's he's trained and just with some of these guys now, it's just about when to put them in because some of them haven't played for for a period of time. It's just finding the the right game and the right moments and the right amount of game time so that they're not overloaded. So, uh, but great to have him back. Like we say, Marco Tellio has been back now training, but has missed all of pre-season. So we're just. Uh, waiting for the right moments again for him. So um, Cameron Carter-Vickers is doing very well, hopefully on, on schedule to be back beginning of October. Uh, Mike Naraki is, is obviously a little bit longer. Um, Kobayashi back now training and, as well. So, uh, so yeah, it's just starting to get players back now, which is good. Uh, Mark Wilson and Gordon <laughs> Diel are here. Um, you should always learn not to speak when the mic's about to go back on. Because again, I was just reading some comments that have come in about you two, um, which are interesting because um, somebody's following you around. David McFarlane says, Gordon, ask Mark Wilson if he's still on his diet or does having a mac and cheese at 10.30am last weekend not count. It obviously gave him the energy to win the Masters. Hey, honestly, I said to Leanne, it was her, she got it, and I said, you can't be eating mac and cheese at half ten. I agree. That's outrageous. I know. But I took, a, sp- I took a spoonful. I was at Steps Food Market. It's brilliant. And uh, I had a spoonful. So guilty. Just goes to show you can't oh, do anything. It's a bit busted, but it wasn't me. Yeah. Anyway, um, more pressingly, <laughs> hearing from Brendan Rogers, they are talking about the... I mean, Rio Hitati back fit after this break. How big a boost is that? If you take with one hand on Leo Labada. Massive. Absolutely massive. Um, he'll, be, he'll be a big player for them, especially with the... The Champions League games coming up, um, get him back fit. I think another one is obviously, you know, you look at that defence, he'll be one, one or two back as quickly as possibly can, getting in 
to these important games, especially with Abada now being out for that four-month uh, spell. Uh, but Hatati in the middle of the park, he's, we all know, talent, tremendous player. Um, Turnbull's come in there. I think Turnbull's done very, very well. Um, in fact, Turnbull was picked in the home game. I can't, was uh, over Hatati. He was Ross in the game, first game, 4 2. And I thought Turnbull was absolutely excellent. Yeah. But you're always, as a manager, you want your best, best players back and available. And Hatati comes into that category. Robbie's a Celtic fan. How big a blow is that, Leah Labada news, Robbie? Yeah, I'd like to make it. Thanks for letting me on. I'd like to make two points. Uh, one on Leo Abaddon and one on uh, Scotland. I um, I think the thing that uh, really bothers me about Abada being out is away from home in Europe. Obviously, there's domestic games as well, but I think that that's the critical point and where it's going to hit us the most is in Celtic are uh, going to be... They could be up or they could... You know, winning and having to sit back and defend, they could just be pushed in by, by, by uh, the top teams like Lazio and Atletico Madrid and Feyenoord. And I think just his pace on the break is, you know, that's going to be missed. And I think it's going to be even more missed. Obviously, you've got guys like McGregor, if he was out, obviously, Carter Vickers is going to be. They're the big, big players, I understand that, that really hurt the team when they're out. But I just think Leo Abada for a front man. On the break, he he would be crucial in the Champions League. Absolutely crucial. What do you think, guys? Well, he's got all the attributes to be crucial, um, and he plays more often than not. So uh, I would lend you to think that Ange Postecoglou firstly thought that way, and Brendan Rodgers. So there's no doubt he's a loss. The attributes, his pace, he can maybe tidy things up in the final third um, when he gets in there in terms of delivery. But his numbers are still good in terms of assists. And goals. Goals is a big thing for me with Abada. For a wide one, so young. I mean, scored on his debut and continued all that season and really followed it up from then. Um, so Celtic lose out in that. But who knows what these other players can produce? That That is the beauty of it. I mean, they've been uh, scouted and brought into the club for a reason. And presumably that reason would be to displace Abada at some point or Maeda at some point or at least challenge him. And now they've got the opportunity. So, look, Brendan Rodgers just needs to go on with it as a blow. Um, Abada's numbers have always been good. As a full-back, if he was playing in front of me, I would quite like it as well because he works back. Maybe that's where Yang and Palma and Telio will mm. have to prove themselves because Abada works incredibly difficult in a defensive point of view. Sorry, Robbie, I didn't realise how close we were getting to the break, so quickly make your Scotland point if you can. Yeah, I'd just like to make the point about Ben Doak. I think stylistically, I understand that this comparison is, uh, you know, for quality is worlds apart, but stylistically, he's very much like Kylian Mbappe. Uh, that's who he reminds me of. And uh, just for style, I don't know, as I say, everybody listening, don't get carried away. I'm not saying he's as good as Kylian Mbappe, but I think stylistically, that's who he's very similar to. And I can't wait to see him uh, develop. And I think he's going to be in the Scotland squad uh, when we get to the, the the Euros next year. I was excited to hear what name, what, what that name was. You know, you know, was it going to be Mark Wilson? Was it going to be Kylian Mbappe? Somewhere mm. in between. So, Robbie's aimed high, but he did say he's just talking about style. If he's mm. half as good, I don't think we'll complain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, listen, the lad's got some future ahead of him. Um, obviously, Klopp at Liverpool thinks a lot about him. Steve Clark's just keeping an eye on him. I think Steve Clark's doing the right thing. Um, he'll bring him in when the timing's right for him. Uh, Clark's a very experienced manager, so co head coach, whatever you want to call him. 
So he'll know how to introduce Doak into the Scotland mm. squad, but guaranteed the boys have got to be an international football. Thank you, Robbie. What's on your mind tonight then out there? 01419511025. What about you, Rangers fans? You will be first up uh, in the Premiership at the weekend. What do you hope has improved over that international break? What do you hope is different? What are you expecting when it returns? How do you feel about Michael Beale? He has had quite a couple of weeks. I noticed even today, stories down south about Graham Potter rejecting an approach from Rangers, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I wonder what your reaction is to that, because you must have one one way or the other. So if you give us a call right now, please, and we'll try and get you on after I tell you about this. I don't know what's going on, but I don't think anyone wants to win this money this week. We've had four rollovers. Just answer the phone within five and say, make me a winner. I mean, seriously, it's now up to 70 grand tomorrow uh, when we make the call. But you need to be in the draw, so text yes to 61025. The texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Uh, you can enter at Clyde1.com. Uh, online entries cost £2 as well or call 0330 and the call's charged at a standard rate. It's over 18s only and all the rules for this network competition are online. So to recap, this is the important bit. If you get the call from us after 3pm tomorrow, Friday the 14th, uh, Friday the 15th, isn't it? Yeah, Friday the 15th. Answer within... Five rings say make me a winner straight away to win £70,000. Entries since Maria won last Friday have rolled over. And a reminder, it's text yes to 61025. 0141 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. <laughs> Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here on 0141951025 on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Mark Wilson brought his masters... Uh, oh, he's broken already. Jesus. He brought his Masters Stop. medal in tonight yeah. for everyone to see. Looks just wonderful, doesn't it? It's nice. Um, and with Very that nice. in mind, the Curious Creatures has sent you some poetry. Oh, he says, I bet you're involved in this. Yes, he says, Daz seems pretty jealous of the mushroom's shiny gong. He's pointed out his failings all the times he got it wrong. He would have watched the final, but his plans he had to shelve because his favourite TV programmes all begin at 5 to 12. All begin with a nine. Have you been looking in his window? Seriously. <laughs> anyway, um, right, let's bring in Jim, who's a Rangers fan. What, what's been on your mind over this international break, Jim? Because it, when it doesn't, and when the, you know when you get into it on a bad result, you're kind of left to to, to stew over it, aren't you, for a couple of weeks? It is. It's just when Michael Beale came in, he promised the Rangers fans fast-flowing, expansive football. When does this start? Because we're still seeing the same tippy tappy side to side, back forward, and then we can't break teams down. Then the beam breaks away and scores a goal against us, and we can't respond. Um, I'm not saying it's. Good, because clearly a lot of Rangers fans aren't liking what they're seeing. But it, it's um, it's still it's still different from what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did, is it not? Remember, he used to get accused a lot of the kind of horseshoe and mm. working it around that way. I don't I don't know if Michael Beale does that, but uh, but at the same time, you would you would sort of respect Jim's take that whatever it is, he's not necessarily enjoying it so far. I agree with Jim. I do. I've said it for months now. Watching Rangers, um, I always said that Michael Beale had to get to the summer. Um, let him get his own players in. Obviously, there was a big turnaround with good, experienced players going out the door and he's brought in his new players. I don't see the patterns. When he came in at first, everyone 
was talking and I keep going back to it because I've heard Andy Ali do who's worked under him, so I'm taking Andy's uh, word for it about how wonderful a coach he is. Um, but I don't see that in the pitch and I think there's a lot of Rangers supporters in the same camp. Um, they were looking for something a little bit different. You look at Postacoglu and I hate going back to that, but when he came in, all of a sudden he changed one or two things, inverted fullbacks, played with sort of a style, a very quick style, got the ball boys on the ball right away, he threw it to the players, fast football, get up teams, and they were brilliant to watch. And I think that's what the Rangers fans were expecting from Michael Beale, something, something different. And I'm totally with Jim. I've not seen it yet. It may come, it may come, but so far, I've not seen it. I have to agree. I mean, I get the Rangers fans' frustrations because, you know, even within the formation, I, I think he's changed that as well. I think when he was recruiting, he had one thing in mind and then nearing the end of the window, he thought, oh, I've got a lack of pace on this side and a lack of width and we're heavily dependent on Tavernier and Barisic to... To supply that with so then he brings back Matondo it's almost admitting that it was a mistake but even when he had his his style I, I thought he, he tried to get the ball or 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 he's kind of two number tens if you like closer to the front man nice and narrow you know short sharp passing it's very hard to deal with um if you're a defender um I didn't look particularly clever as well it didn't look slick you know it came off sometimes but not all the time and uh, it, it's just not working it's just not good to watch and when you pair it with poor results then of course you're going to get a whole section of the Rangers support unhappy and asking where this change is and I keep going back to it it's, it's back in last December when Michael Beale came in and you could say it wasn't his team then managers always say that wait till he gets his own players in but Michael Beale's a coach a head coach his job whether you like it or not is to get results but do it in a certain style and I don't think we ever saw that from December to the end mm. of the season and then from the start of the season to now. Uh, are you not holding out much hope, Jim, that you know this is what some of the international break's been spent on and it's a couple of weeks down the line and people have I, I gelled and all that sort of stuff? Sorry? I think, he's three, I think he's three points away from getting the sack. Because if you, if you compare his record with Van Bronckhorst's record, he's failed. Is he? Yeah, I, I don't think he can afford to lose a game on in, in Saturday I think he needs a, a win I don't know if he needs a, a very good performance on top of it But the one thing he certainly needs is the three points um, I think they'll get it, I'm no doubting that uh, But they'll have to play um, If he do go to Perth at the weekend and lose I think when the game finishes, what, about back at two or something I think when we opened up the, the phone lines, Gordon, Saturday been inundated with Ranger supporters calling for his head. Yeah, I mean, see, it would be closer to half two with the VAR delays these yeah. days. But see if you look at the big moments, the big games <clears throat> that he's been involved in, and compare that to Van Bronckhurst, the big games. Van Bronckhurst got some of the big games right. You look at the qualification for the Champions League, the playoff, it got right. And you can, you know, go through the season and the previous season. Um, you know, the, the, you know, he had successes in there. Beal with the big games. I, I can only remember one, you might correct me, Celtic at the end of the season. Now, the league's gone by then. Is it as big as it could have been? Of course not. But the Rangers fans still took some crumbs of comfort from that because they thought that's what's mm. to come. But apart from that, he had another big test, two big tests, two weeks ago, Champions League and Celtic. 
and failed them both. So those big games tend to stick in people's minds. He might conceivably go and win a League Cup fairly soon, but Jim is suggesting it you know, might not even get to that stage. I mean, it seems like it's been a strange break because you're right... You always need to take Twitter rumour, I think, with a pinch of salt because if you look hard enough, you'll find people saying quite literally anything on there. Um, but it did seem to pick up quite a bit of pace. Uh, it seemed to snowball a bit. And then I referenced it earlier. The I mean, there's an article in the Mail and other places as recently as today online saying that Graham Potter has turned down a return to management at Rangers after he was reportedly approached to take over from under-fire manager Michael Beale who's still the Rangers manager. Yeah. Rangers don't have a vacancy. Um, so I'm always in... Uh, once that stuff starts going on round about you, Gordon, does Yeah, it? no smoke without fire, I say. Um, look, I'm not going to point the finger at anyone, but if, if Rangers were doing that behind the, the, the manager's back there now, I think that's a bit naughty, Gordon. I really do. I don't think that's the way to conduct your business. But I'm not saying they are because... You know what, like, Twitter is. You know what, like, rumours are. We've heard it all before, whether Graham Potter has been approached or not. All I will say is, Michael Beale, like everyone else knows, is the Rangers manager just now. It's still firmly in his hands, but he's got to turn the supporters around. It's not It's not guys like us sitting in these studios that are having a go at Michael Beale. It's the Rangers supporters. They're not happy. They're not happy with results. They're not happy with what they're seeing. They're not happy with the signings. And all of a sudden, that mounts the pressure on to the manager. So the manager has got to win round the supporters by getting good performances and winning football games. And that starts at Perth. Do you pay any attention to those Graham Potter stories, Jim? Not really. But I just... <clears throat> I think Michael Beale was offered the job when we beat Aberdeen 4-1 at Ibrox last season. Why was Michael Beale at Ibrox for that game? Well, I think that was said by some mm. people at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was, I thought it was odd when he was there, when a manager was under pressure and Rangers, you know, ironically put in one of their best performances of the season that day. But it was a bit strange how things worked out. And, you know, those stories about Potter, slightly different when you read it on Twitter, you're right, Gordon, to point that out, that you take it with a pinch of salt and some, anybody can make that. When it's coming from credible journalists, then tend to think like Daz says there's no smoke without fire it's an interesting one that to come out and then for Rangers to clarify that was nonsense and feel that they had to take that position then it's an odd one but it's been quite the break and we can maybe elaborate on this more but this really didn't get discussed on this show because it was the night that Scotland played Cyprus um, but that day if you remember last Friday there was then a, a story came out from the Rangers board talking about how they had backed Michael Beale with a multi-million pound net spend when multiple times recently Michael Beale had spoke about them pretty much breaking even between the players that left and the players that came in. And Twitter that day was awash with Rangers fans going, what is happening here? Because it seems like publicly the two kind of main power sections within the club are kind of disagreeing and, and contradicting each other. But again, it was international break didn't get to ask Michael mm. Beale about it last week. Didn't really get to hear his thoughts. Wonder if he, if he will be asked about that tomorrow. Well, if there's, it'll be interesting to hear his answer. That that always the alarm bells ring for me when I I see these quotes come out that a manager's going in one direction and the board's going in the other, and they're both trying to score points and get their points out there to the supporters who will probably pick a side and saying, "Yeah, the board did back." 
back Michael Beal, but inside Michael Beal saying, well, hold on a minute, I get rid of so many players, freed up such money. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Thank you, Jim. What about you other Rangers fans out there? What are you hoping for this weekend? Is it is it at that sort of critical stage that Jim mentions? There are those Graham Potter stories doing the rounds. Are you reading much into them? Give us a call right now and we'll try and get you on after we play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, it is Beat the Pundit time uh, And you know we love stats on this show uh, Mark Wilson mm. has now lost Four consecutive matches At Beat the Pundit mm. You better get that medal back Ridiculous <laughs> time. But I feel more confident I've got my piece of Silverware, silverware with me Yeah, I'm going to hold it if I'm selected Good luck, Just charm. get me through Ludicrous form from Mark Wilson yeah. If you want to try and take advantage It's 0141951125 And the lines close at 7 Mark Wilson's here, Gordon DL is alongside him And the one thing they've got in common, not much But the one thing is that they're both waiting for you to get in touch So don't let them down please, I couldn't possibly have that ruining my evening It's 01419511025 Just before the break we had a Rangers fan on not happy with the style of play Hoping for more after the international break uh, believing it's like crunch time for Michael Beale, you know, must win uh, this game at the weekend. So I wonder how you feel, uh, Rangers fans. Do you agree with what you heard there? Saw stories um, about Graham Potter being linked with the Rangers job recently as well today. So I wonder uh, what you read into all that stuff. If you could call us right now, that would be perfect timing. Uh, and we'll get to you after we play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, it is Beat the Pundit time. So I'm looking forward to this. Mark Wilson has lost four in a row, which is abysmal. Mm, runner. Awful. Mm, mm. Shocking form. Yeah. From Mark Wilson, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It really is. I'm keeping the Thursday night flag flying. How's your form actually? I've won the last three. Have you? Yep. Yeah, go and look it out That's fine um, Well we'll find out Tonight's contestant is Andrew and Govan How's it going Andrew? Hi I'm alright Good man Most people haven't played before When they come on Are you in that category? Well I Doesn't seem sure Well if you say so It wasn't a trick question Have you played before? No but I've been listening So I have not it right. quite Ricky. <laughs> That's the difference oh. right? He's not played But he has listened before Right well, Which I'm glad about Imagine someone just phoning in With no idea uh-huh. How this uh-huh. went Where am I? Uh, heads it will Make be Make me a winner Heads it will be Mark Wilson <laughs> Tails it will be Gordon Diel You're off the hook tonight Wilson It's Tails yes. Come on Andrew uh, Right Here's what we do Andrew Is it's 30 seconds Answer as many questions as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Alright I'm going to give Gordon Some greatest hits radio To listen to Right, just listen to the music Exactly That's, that's right. strange I need uh, to take my headphones right. up Give Gordon something else to listen to Let's get Andrew's time ready Andrew, it's 30 seconds Are you ready? Yep Good man, your time starts now Before Angus Gunn Who was the last goalkeeper to play for Scotland men's team? Oh, uh, Gordon How many players are you allowed in a Europa League squad? Is it 18? Name the two brothers who play for Aberdeen and Livingston Robert Robson. Who was Celtic's last number seven before Luis Palma? Uh, Robson. 
Arsenal. Tommy Wright, Derek McInnes, and Steve Lomas have all managed which club? Tommy Wright, Derek McInnes, and Steve Lomas. Okay, uh, right. Let's bring him back. Gordon, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same set of questions. Okay. Don't be nervous now, okay? Go. Your time starts now. Before Angus Gunn, who was the last goalkeeper to play for Scotland men's team? Marshall. How many players are you allowed in a Europa League squad? Uh, 21. Name the two brothers who play for Aberdeen and Livingston. Chinny. Who was the last Celtic number seven before Luis Palma? Um, pass. Tommy Wright, Derek McInnes and Steve Lomas have all managed which St. Johnson. Who's the only player in the Rangers squad with a cap for England? Um, Conor Golson. No idea. <laughs> no that idea. Was Andrew, how do you think it went? Rubbish. <laughs> Did Andrew not to play well? Before Angus Gunn... <laughs> you need to listen to them, that's the key. Oh. Uh, before Angus Gunn, who was the last goalkeeper to play for Scotland men's team? Craig oh, Gordon. Craig Gordon. That went Marshall, didn't it? Sorry. Against Turkey. Remember that game? That friendly, fairly forgettable. Yeah. McGinn's goal was brilliant, but by the way, uh, we lost anyway, right? 1 0 to Andrew. None of you got that 25 players are allowed nah. in a Europa League squad. The Shinny brothers play for Aberdeen and Livy. Gordon equalises. <coughs> Celtic's last number seven, Mark? Jack Marcus. Jack Marcus. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what. I bet Andrew didn't get it. He that. did not. None yeah. of you got it right. What about the next one? Tommy Wright, Derek McInnes and Steve Lomas have all managed which club it is. St. Johnston. Gordon goes 2-1 in front. Uh, the only player in the Rangers squad with a cap for England. Uh, thing with goalie. Butland. Jack Butland. Oh, did he get that? He did not, which means you went 2-1. Oh, yeah. Bad standard. That is poor. <laughs> Unlucky Andrew Hartlines. Oh. Ah oh. oh, no, Andrew! He <laughs> said that like he was in suspense. He got one right, Andy. It was Tommy Wright and Jack and Max. I was like, ah, it's happened, man. That's the great of it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to Andrew and Govan. Two ones are rotten victory. Uh, 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 do you know what? It's not pretty. It's not. It's like them at the Masters, other than it's <laughs> not pretty, <laughs> John, but. Once again, it's another mm. victory. There's no ball leaving this studio tonight. What did you make of Marvin Bartley the other night? He said he, he was accusing your team of cheating, basically. Mm. Mm. He shouldn't have had Gary Hooper. So he's hey, practically listen, a current. It was goal. only one guy that was cheating. It was Marvin. He, says, he, he got a hold of me, right? So no, but he means like you know, but he's not from, club. from from an administrative perspective, you shouldn't have been allowed Gary Hooper. He's practically a he's practically he's a current a club. pro. He's retired. He might Has he, he retired? Might, he might come out with a, a statement so like he's Charlie. Not retired. Hold on know. a minute. Hold on a minute. Graham Dorn. Graham played <laughs> sixty minutes. Football, or it's not called junior anymore. No, that day. no, no, no. Hooper was Hooper's without club, un, unattached. Okay, it's not their fault that he's kept himself in shape. Obviously, the, we were calling them the the brayhead bully last night, Marvin, because he bang he was bashing everybody into the boards all night long, causing injuries all over the place. Um, and you've got you want look to at take, us. take yeah, issue with him, Marvin. Well. Oh, well, I hope yeah. you're watching, Marv. Look, where, where's the camera? Right on look, the right tattoo. Right in the bicep. Look at that. A wee bruise. <laughs> A wee bruise, and I've got one on the other side as well. Through where he grabbed me. If you come on, cameraman. Mm. Like that doesn't look that. Jesus. Mm. What, who's controlling that thing? <laughs> <laughs> right, so either side, 
So he, he made a beeline directly for me. I mean, the, the ball goes out wide. He's in the centre circle. I'm defending my 18-yard box. He clocks me, makes eye contact, then runs for me and pins me. Not, not no intention of getting the ball, and he grabs me. No, and he grabs he said last night he doesn't he doesn't like having the ball. That's not he's not interested. That's not in his that. game. <laughs> he doesn't uh, like getting the ball. He, he stays away for the build up. Why is it a dodge him? <laughs> he's here to play football. Like he's like one of the funniest lines he's ever delivered on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I got bashed a good few times from him. So uh, I'll see you next year, Marv. I'm going to spend a year in the gym waiting for him. That shows you how bad Hibs actually got to the final. They were dreadful. I thought they were all right. Oh, dreadful. Hope was good. Hope. Great, by great by love. I found out he a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> was he? Mm-hmm. He was a wrestler and he got Shit. to the final and <laughs> <in> the last <laughs> Ivan Sproul, the fastest guy in the world when he was playing, but he's still trying to run people. I thought Ivan a six aside, still but... looked quite sharp. No? Well, the carpet slowed him down a bit well, when he tripped air it. Slow anyone down, wouldn't it? 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's bring in George and Bathgate. How's it going, George? How's it doing, boys? All right? Yeah, good. What's your thoughts tonight? And before I actually say anything, Gordon, I understand that you can beat Arfie, uh, my biggest rivals, and you can beat 5-1 in the Champions League. That's enough to get anybody doing. I'm not talking about the final here. I'm talking about uh, my fellow Rangers fans. That's enough to get anybody doing, and uh, it's all doom and gloom and things like that. But for me personally, I think we need to just dust ourselves down now on Saturday, Gordon, go again and start the season for then. Um, I mean, I think some of the things you've been saying about Michael Beal and that, it's a bit out of order. He's still a Rangers manager, and as long as he is a Rangers manager, I'll back him all the way. Um, people are just calling for his seed and things like that. That's not, I don't think that's the way to go. I think the Rangers just need to go on Saturday, dust themselves down, uh, get a good result. And I can see us going on a run now, Gordon, because uh, me personally, going to uh, Ross County is quite a hard uh, place. And I came with points of Colmarnock, it's another hard place to go. We've got, uh, I think it's two games, two away games, uh, next eight or nine or something. I think we're all at home most of the time. So I would like to see us going on a bit of run and racking up some goals and getting confidence into these players. Has this criticism been over the top? Um, sometimes criticism is it goes a little bit too far. I'm I'm in the camp that I'm not crying for Michael Beale's job, um, but where I'm I'm in the camp with a lot of Rangers supporters saying he needs to improve. Um, some of his summer signings need to step up. They've been they've been poor. right. I'm fascinated by this because I don't think you're alone. I'm not going mm. I'm not going too hard on you personally, right? But mm. you don't think he should lose his job. But you do if he loses to St. Johnson. I, I think Fan Pearl will get his job. I okay. think Fan Pearl. Try to sort of sidestep that. No, no. I think... You see I th- what I mean? Well, you know, what, what, what nowadays, nowadays. Can it be... Can it be that... Uh, maybe fickle's the wrong word, but can it be that delicate? You're here, it's Thursday night, and you're saying, I don't think we should be calling for Michael Beale to lose his job. Mm-hmm. But you think he will if he loses on Saturday. I so he must I, be close then. Do you know what I mean? I, I think the fan pair will uh, force Rangers to to show their hand. I really do. I think I think if Michael Beale lost on Saturday, phone ins this phone in will blow up, right? And people will cry. And you know what like it is now? Clubs do respond to fan pressure. There's no doubt about that. And I think that yeah. would that would be enough to push him over the edge. Where, where I would agree, it definitely dictates the mood. You know, I, I don't think I would sit here tonight and say to you, George, could Michael Beale survive a bad result on Saturday? I don't think I would ask you that without all the, the sort of fan discussion that, that you mentioned. So so would he would he survive a poor result of the weekend? 
I 100% agree with what Gordon just said, just said there. I think he's uh, been getting a wee back in for the, the board and things like that in the background, Gordon. Um, but if we were to drop points up in Perth on Saturday, get beaten Saturday, I don't think there'd be any way back for him because of the fan power. I think the, the um, social media and things like that, um, I think it'd be too bad for him to come back for it. And that's, that's actually my point, Gordon. I think mm. that we can kick on now. I really believe we can actually kick on now. Because people are saying this one's no good, that one's no good. I think we're bringing some good players. Um, it's taking players' time to jail. And I keep on going back to people saying, oh, it's different. But when Ange came into Celtic, I think they, they dropped points against Abert, um, Hearts and Livingston. Uh, got put out the two European Cups in the qualifiers and only won a treble that year. George, see, see, sorry, see, you said brought in good players, right? I would take Butlin out of the equation here, right? I think Butlin's been a terrific signing. But in the summer signings, who would you say has hit the ground running for Michael Beale Rangers? Well, Dessers, Dessers is set up, I think he's set up five or six goals, Gordon. I had it written mm. down the other night and I kind of found that. Um, and I think Dessers has actually came on a bit again for us. I think he needs somebody playing alongside him. If that's got to be Dial, that's, that's got to be him. But he needs somebody to back him up. I don't think he's a perfect goal scorer, but he's a good striker. So I think that's what we need to do. And I think all along, uh, Michael Beale was like to go with a three-five-two, and it never worked out because of a certain half. So um, he's going to have to get his formation bang on uh, starting for Saturday and start the season for there. Mm, but it's interesting stuff, George, and it's going to be a, an interesting few days if that discussion uh, is accurate. What about Tony, who's also a Rangers fan? What, what's your take on all this, Tony? How are you doing tonight, guys? All right? Yeah, good. You? Yeah, not too bad. No, I was just thinking if uh, Rangers manage to get past St Johnston on Saturday and then lose at home to Betis, is the pressure still on Bill because he beat St Johnston? Because let's be honest, I don't expect Celtic to beat Dundee, so you're still going to be four points behind. So if we beat St Johnston and then lose to Betis, I'd, pre- I'd say the pressure's even higher than what it is. All right, I see what he means. Um, what do you think? Not sure if it'll be higher, but uh, yeah, then uh, the pressure, you know, comes on your shoulders again with every loss. It doesn't matter if it's a European game or it's a oh, midweek it league game. It's got to. Well, I, um, well, d- disappoint- disappointment is always again is is always in the context of your expectation, isn't it? I think the Rangers fans expect to win home European games, and yeah, this no, is they're not. It's, it's not like it wouldn't go down as like this embarrassing result if you can't no, no, beat Betis. Not, listen, I'm not saying embarrassment, but when you're at Celtic and Rangers, we've been there. When you don't win at home, it doesn't matter. Listen, Gordon, I played against AC Milan at home. I always remember it. We drew nil nil, and we got absolutely battered. Nah, you were rotten. That but, I, but that's just the expectations, and Michael B will be aware of that. And you know, Tony's got a point. Saint, you have to take one step at a time and Michael Bale will be telling his, his staff and his team that probably that you know just get through St Johnson and we can build for there after a positive result but what I mean is if you get a positive result and you take another step back and it's the defeat the players are feeling down again you have to get them up again for the, the weekend game then it does become a problem and, and fans will phone in and say it wasn't good enough it's not Bayern Munich it's not you know one of the top teams around the world, Barcelona, it's coming, it's Betis, who will be a very good team. But Rangers fans expect. And Michael Beale knew that when he took the job. He knew it would be a European competition. And Rangers fans are comparing Beale on European nights to what went before. Not so long ago, only a couple of years ago. So they will be disappointed if they don't beat Betis. Oh, yeah. I think uh, he'll, get, he'll get criticism of that, there's no doubt. I think for Michael Beale this year, as much as... Europe is very important to clubs like Rangers and Celtic. Of course it is, I'm not denying that. 
I think the bread and butter for him this season is the big one. I think we bring all those players in. I think he's got to be looking to challenge Celtic for his title and, and be up there and, and, and probably go and win it. I think if that happens, then he's got he's got a lot of breathing space. Um, but that's got to be difficult because already they're the chasing pack. But yes, they will be. And Matt Requite says, when you're a manager of Rangers or Celtic or you're a player, you're expected, doesn't matter who comes to your home ground, you're expected to win games. You come under pressure. It's been like that since even I was there as a young lad. So if he loses to better, of course he'll come in for stick. But I think if he keeps winning these league games, yeah. I'll get him through. What do you think, Tony? I'm just at what it's saying about, to be honest. Like your last call I was saying about Dessers coming on. I don't know what he's watching because I think he's an absolute dumpling. He's, he doesn't offer anything at all. And if you listen to Bill, he says that he wants to focus on the domestic stuff. Well, why not sign the best players that sing the domestic league? Why are we going to sign all these players that haven't scored five goals in three years and all the rest of it when you've got strikers like Shankland or Nisbet or other homegrown players? When you're saying you want to focus on the domestic league and we're that far behind Celtic, we're already four points behind them, why are you going to sign all these players? I think one thing that seems certain in the eyes of all the Rangers fans, because they can they can disagree, of course, on how critical Michael Beale's situation is, but those players who have been signed, who weren't away on international duty, the Dessers and, and, and Lammers, etc., unless I miss something, um, they really need to hope that the international break did them wonders in some way, whether it was a rest, a reset, extra training, whatever it was. A few of mm. them could do with a real quick start to when we get up and running again. So it's interesting when you come back at how that break affects, you know, people away in international duty, if results go your way, they maybe come back a bit buoyed and in a good form, others a bit down, but the players that are left behind, it's a delicate situation. Michael Beale found himself in because, what do you do? You know, you've just lost against Celtic. Do you send them on holiday for a few days to go away and just get it out of their mind? Or do you bring them in? The fans want to see extra training. That That's what the fans genuinely think makes the difference, but football management doesn't work that way there's different ways to get the the best results out of your team and I, I don't actually know what Michael Beale chose I, I saw some players you know going to the airport but it could have been for a day or two but whatever route he went down he needs them to perform for him on Saturday Thanks very much Tony nice to hear from you on 01419511025 call right now we'll try and get you on next Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Okay, it's time for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL to put their considerable individual football <coughs> brains together to make like one super football brain. <coughs> <coughs> Not very big that super football brain. We were okay yesterday. Brilliant the quiz. Oh, the, quiz, aye. Oh, the aye, cash for kids, kids golf day. How was it? Yeah. I missed it. I had to obviously leave we and come playing. back and you know host the show, but no, I missed the, the afters. Well, we actually we oh, lost. We were, we were I unlucky. mean, funny enough, we lost with two points, and it was a two-point question about you. Yeah, me. Yeah. Now it was that ridiculous that it couldn't have been true, but we hear it can, was can, true. Can, can we say? Or can we put the question out there? I don't know what it was. Crack on. Right. Well, the question. Oh, I think I know what's coming Kat, here, actually. Yeah, yeah. Cat Harvey. Cat Harvey or Colin posted the quiz. Gordon Duncan, uh-huh. host of Super Scoreboard, yep. right? And other things. Can hula hoop mm. for 45 minutes? Now, I put my hand up and said, I don't think that's true. And if it is, I will walk from Turnbury 
to Glasgow. I think the wording is problematic because I almost certainly could not do that. Absolutely right, so not do that. The answer's nay. But I, it, when I was young, I once did that when I was like for I, forty-five minutes. Yeah. What? Sort of engaging one. I thought she would bin it. How what? old did you? That's amazing. Um, How old were you? Forty-five minutes in a hula hoop. I was a kid, like proper young. I don't care if that's a kid, an okay. adult, an Olympian. Forty-five minutes on a hula hoop. Not a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. How long do you think you can hula hoop for? I don't even think I could. John, we got any hula hoops in the back? Yeah. I've got. I've been to have good rhythm. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> we move on. Uh, the question <laughs> tonight. Uh, let's get the question set up, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> The full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Tackle your customers' spaces with made-to-measure wardrobes. Right, your question is sent in by Jamie Downs tonight, so thank you to Jamie uh, for sending it in. Can you name seven players who've got a Champions League winner's medal this century and have also played in Scotland at some point in their career? So you've got seven players who've... Won the champion. I got a Champions League winners medal this century, mm. and have played in Scotland at some point in their career. Give me one each to kick us off. It's not quite the silence I had in mind. If I'm being, being perfectly honest, is Larson one? Larson, is one. Well done. Well done. Well done. Mark, does. Any that spring to mind? Um, not at the minute. Not at the minute. Should right. there be? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> mm. Larson was a good one. Van Dyke. Yes. All okay. oh, right. Okay. Hi. We get Andy Robertson. Ah, there we go. Right. We'll leave it there because you're almost halfway there. So we're looking for. Don't answer any more just now. No. No. I don't know anymore. We've got three players. We're looking for seven in total who've got a Champions League winners medal this century, and have played in Scotland at some point in their career. So we'll do that. Hopefully between now and the end of the show. Thanks again to Jamie, Jamie or James, Jamie for sending it in. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, you can get in touch with the show on Twitter as well, as always. MJH10 says, My wife has f- photographic evidence of Marvin Bartley pinching Mark Wilson, if you want to put she- a claim in. Hi, send that over. Mm-hmm. What's that mm-hmm. advert on G4 claims? <laughs> no, you just, no, listen, other, uh, lots of other, other claim providers are, are, are available, are good. Um, for sure. Uh, why um, she get photographic evidence of that? I don't know. Mm. Send it in. Please. What else has she got? Just must have been at the at the Masters and just decided to snap taking a picture of me or Marvin? I'd guess Marvin. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> no offence. I'm not too sure, that, but I think you were number two. I think you were number two in the queue. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. That Get is. Barry Wilson. That I'm is good about myself after spending the last two hours for you. I told you. I thought you were looking slim, and I thought you. Oh, but that was a couple of weeks ago. You've, I thought you've if they. Me no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. At the Masters, I thought you looked slim, and I thought if they had the GPS on, I think you <laughs> covered more distance than any other player. <laughs> what? 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 You, you, you certainly that? did that. No, no. I, I would say that. Because we all I'll played with players like that who, you know, were just busy and just ran a bit. You're a good teammate. Thanks. That's not that's not a good compliment. You either. covered the you covered the carpet. We'll I did. That. I yeah. covered every blade of 
every, every blade on that every fibre of <laughs> carpet <laughs> and every bit of spray glue oh, that they tried to stick oh, it back down with geez, oh. why did uh, you must have tried why did you not spray it and then just get the players to do rollies all the way down <laughs> it never come back up <laughs> <laughs> it was quite something but anyway we will move on uh, let's bring in Stuart who's a Motherwell fan on the line which is always good Stuart take it away yes uh, um I'm not happy with all you punters and uh, pundits on the, the radio. Every time Rangers and Celtic is mentioned, they say Rangers are uh, four points behind Celtic, four points behind Celtic. Who's joint top of the league? I've never heard them saying Rangers are four points behind one of them. It's a good point, sure. And, and a possibility... Exactly. I mean, listen, Blair Spittle could be an answer in the teaser next year if Mother mm. will go and qualify for the Champions League. Come on. Sure, it's every right. You uh, of all people, come yeah, on, your, yeah, your but, local team. But all I'll say is, as much as Motherwell are brilliant just now, they have been. You think Rangers will finish above them I come the end so, of the season? Yeah, ah. that's, that's where my problem is with I this. think that's where it comes from, Stuart, doesn't it? I think over a long term, it's going to be Celtic Rangers, Rangers Celtic. We play Rangers in a couple of weeks' time. At uh, Ibrooks, yeah. We'll, we'll find out then who's, who's above them then. Stuart, I'll tell you what, you'll have every chance. Mother were playing very well just now. Yeah. Um, you know, deservedly up there in the top of the league. Um, hopefully they'll stay there, but it's a long, long season. And um, as I say, you're right, there'll be a big test when they go to Ibrox, but they'll go there with plenty of confidence. They've got a real good game this weekend against St Martin. Decent team, old manager. A little bit of spice there as well. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, I think that was Stuart Kettlewell's first game in charge, wasn't it? Uh, against St Mirren at Fir Park, unless I've, I'm out by one. But Mark, that, that's, a, that's a great fixture when you look at the form of the two sides before the break. Well, it isn't. It was, it was kind of like Motherwell and, and Kelly a couple of weeks ago. Kelly took the lead and you're thinking, well, that you know Kelly's the team to watch. And then Motherwell just spring into action. And it's, I think it's going to be similar come, uh, come Saturday. Terrific fixture, two teams that have um, set up well. I mean, usually you say about the teams, oh, they've really recruited well and they've built a good squad, but I still think there's improvements in, in both. But Motherwell, when you look at their start to the season and when you look at them beating Kelly, but going away to Tynecastle and getting a result there and actually the goal they scored, how well constructed mm -hmm. it is. You can see they're a, a very well coached team and Stuart Kettlewell has to take all the credit for that. Liam Kelly pulled out of the Scotland squad with a back issue during the break so I guess it'll be a nervous wait to see if he makes it Paul McGinnon is the suspension kick in now it probably does forgive me if I've got that wrong um, sent off at Tynecastle Gordon so mm -hmm. uh, Joe Efford let go by the yeah, club though I've seen that to, free up, to free up a bit of money mm -hmm. um, for Stuart Kettlewell he's, he's done an unbelievable job but he is up against a guy who did an unbelievable job at Motherwell and is now doing it yeah, I, th I think there'll be a, a magnificent crowd at Fur Park at the weekend, Gordon. I think the excitement round about the town, obviously I live there, talk to a lot of Motherwell supporters. They're really pleased what they're seeing, um, the way the team are playing, the brand of football they're playing as well. Look, I think everybody was talking, the big question mark this season was going to be, how will they fare without Van Veen? 
the amount of goals he brought to Motherwell was incredible, especially last season. But they've just picked up, and uh, Mark quite rightly says, I thought last weekend their goal slattery against Hearts was Great, absolutely brilliant. How long can they keep it up this for? Keep this up for then, Stuart? Yeah, I think they can go. Uh, I'm expecting us to go, you know, at least to Christmas. I think we'll be there thereabouts. And I fancy European football this season. I love that because listen, I, I, that's you know how I'd feel about that. And I just, I just the, the confidence. I, I must be one of these guys that almost that fears the worst all the time. I like it when someone's positive. You like to go on the European trips, don't you? It's been a few, yeah. Yeah, where, where's your don't favorite? Don't tend to last too long. I must admit. Where was your favorite? Mm. Greece. Athens, Panathinaikos, Olympic Stadium, that was not bad. I think the next week, that was Champions League qualifier, then the very next week, Levante in, in Valencia, which is a beautiful oh, city yeah. as well. It was, that was quite a good wee time. Odense, Denmark, I liked that, that was good. There you go. It's a fortune there. First one was, the first one I went to was Nancy, remember that? No. No, never mind then. I think Mark Antoine Fortuny, I think, played. Was there he? There you go. Uh-huh. Oh, right, okay. And as good as it got was that Graham Smith saved a penalty and the Muddle fans cheered it as if it was like one of his all wins. Anyway, thank you very much uh, to Stuart. Uh, and by the way, here's one for you then. You, you and Stuart, the Scotland under 21s have just confirmed their next two matches at Fir Park. And I think we're off this weekend, are we not? It'll be international break the th- Friday, the 13th of October. Scotland against Hungary at Fir Park. Surely you go along and you get on the Ben Doak hype train. I'd like to go and see all the board. Just go to that. Yeah. Get a seniors ticket for the Ben Doak hype train. Mm-hmm. I'll still get in for a half, no problem. Mm-hmm. One and a half. And if you really, oh, you'll miss it on the Tuesday because you'll be in here. They then play Malta again on the Tuesday at Fir Park. He'll be in the full squad. Oh, they've used him as the poster boy. By the quite way. literally. No, to, no, to he'll need to tickets. Photoshop that because the very next squad though. I or, think he might be close. Do you way. think Steve Clark will wait until qualification is secure? Um, I think he might be close. I think he's that good a player, or he looks that good a player at the minute. Then why wouldn't we use him? I, I was listening to Sid and, and Marvin last night chatting about him as well, saying that just that out and out pace that mm. you yourself speaking about, we lack probably a dribbler in our side. Sometimes you need that, even though Steve Clark's got. Does he need to change system, the formation? Well, who knows if the game's not going your way and you're going into the last 10, 15 minutes and you need a spark, something to happen. He turns in and he sees the, the, the normal group that are there and he sees Ben Dock. Would you not be tempted to throw the young man on yeah, when I, he's playing I, in the I, Premier League just in a, England? Just as an aside, I also wonder if in time Ben Doak actually becomes a, a striker or a, you know someone yeah. that you can kind of play right up there anyway. Mm-hmm. Did it for the 21s the other night, can up there himself. This, you know, this notion that oh, he's an out-and-out winger and Scotland don't play with him. If he's as good as people expect him to be, that's, that's not going to hold him back, is it? Mm. It's not going to not pick this unbelievable talent because it's slightly out of touch with our system. I think it'll be timing. I think uh, Steve Clark obviously monitor this very closely. Um, I sort of disagree with Mark. I don't think he will be in the next squad. I think he will be playing at Fir Park. Um and I look forward to that because I'm certainly going to go to that game the Friday night. Um, but he's certainly one going forward is going to be a big, big player for us. Because that could be the, that could be a weird international break because that's the one that if think you know depending on the way things go that could be the one that Scotland qualify before even playing at all. Away to Spain is it right? No, so well Scotland Scotland are going to play 
in the friendly I'm talking about that we play against France, France the 17th right. of October. Okay. But before that, I think it's even it's one or maybe even two days before that, Norway play Spain. Right. So what do we need to happen? Well, if, if Spain were to beat Norway, that could, that? Be, that could be Scotland qualified like ah, a right, couple okay. of days before they even take the. And that's all it needs to happen. Well, yeah. And, and that and and for that oh, window that's anyway. News, yeah. Quite happy with that. Um, <laughs> I'm buzzing with that. Well, they scored seven last <laughs> last week, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, away to Georgia, so you'd got to fancy Spain that one. Yeah, that's like to get those hotel rooms booked oh, in Germany. Where are we staying? Oh, because you're away. The, you're climbing way, mountains. By the way, obviously we can take care of that ourselves and and beat Spain or or get something against Spain um, on the twelfth of October, a couple of days before. Mm. But I was just I was um. I was floating the idea that maybe Spain will get their own back this time. Maybe we won't win that one. Seems like a different <laughs> Spain that we'll be facing. We always looked at this one, thought it'd be the hardest one away from home, and it's going to prove to be um, but terrific position. If, if that result comes through for us, then <laughs> who cares about going away to Spain? By the way, it'd be the ideal time then to add somebody like Ben Doak to your squad and build him up for actually taking him to the Euros because I think we'll need players like him if we do get to the group stages there. Yeah, well. What about Elliot Anderson? Oh, he's about him, by the way. Apparently he won't play for Scotland now. He's gone back to England because he didn't like the training. That's outrageous. I've <laughs> never no, heard anything like that. that. Well, last week we were on the show and you asked, is there anything in that? And I sat here and said, oh, no, he's obviously injured because he's first call-up. Who would have the, the bottle or the eagle to do that? That amazes me If that story's true That he didn't like the training So he just went <laughs> After a couple of days I'm all the way back down the road You like, like I knew you'd like that That's good That's, That's a bit of arrogance isn't it You know I don't like the Why training I'm good? off I'm getting back home But it's different If you're turning up to, to My breaking training You know And he doesn't like it He's turning up tracky bones. He's turning up with Steve Clark Andy Robertson John McGinn McTominay Top class players Gilmore Tierney Tear, I forget about Tear. You know what I mean? And he's saying, I didn't like the training. Well, maybe he didn't. Just being honest. Yeah. Well, we'll see that. how he likes England training then. Yeah. If he gets called up. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right, may, okay. Didn't like he like <laughs> <didn't want> to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back when you get the side. How is the, the oh. teaser looking? We're looking oh, for seven players who've got a Champions League winner's medal this century and they've played in Scotland at some point in their career. So you've already given me Henrik... Larson, Andy Robertson, and Virgil Van Dyke. That's three. I'll take one more guess each. Oh no, I'm struggling. Tommy Gravison get one at no. Madrid. No, this is difficult. Eh? Mm. I thought you'd squish this. You no, two. I'd actually producer John that you'd squish this. No, we're but struggling. Here. He obviously knows how daft you are. The goalie in there must be a goalie. <sighs> Why must there there's be always a goalie, a goalie. because it's going to be a reserve goalie. No. Well, anyway, we'll Who wait and see. We'll get the rest of the answers. Butland. Next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Right, let's get back to this full-time teaser, and I think we're going to speak to hopefully Stevie in just a second as well. Um, the full-time teaser tonight, and thanks again uh, to Jamie for sending it in. <coughs> it's the seven players who've got a Champions League winners' medal this century. And they've played in Scotland at some point in their career. Thanks again to the good folks at Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Bright, for helping us out uh, with the question as well. Uh, you can check out their trade counter, get down to Colville Road, have a look, uh, see what they've got on offer. Right, given before the break, you gave me what? Henrik Larson, 
Andy Robertson, Virgil van Dijk. Yep. Van Bronckhorst must be one. Giovanni van Bronckhorst is one. Same team as Henrik Larsson. Oh, well done, does. Um, boy, it played for Porto and Hearts. Wow. It's the hardest one on the list by a mile. What's your if name? it's the one I'm. Oh, Bruno. Of. I don't know. There's always huh? a Bruno, isn't there? Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, the problem is, don't know his name. Does it begin with that, a. That's an issue. P. No No Sneaky as well Because that's why we've worded this so specifically Because you're right I'll, I don't mind telling you you're right But he didn't get off the bench He, played, Aye, he was an un, unnamed sub in the final He still have got a medal That's why we worded it And that he way. played with Hearts Yes <sighs> We're never getting his name so. Pedro Give me Going to give me the start of his name Because I, I was start quite close. his first name Yeah I, I, Just give me his first name Ed Is the start of his first name Ed <laughs> It's a walking go after Ed And the start of his second name yeah. Jan Ed Jan Jan Kauskas Ed Garris Jan Kauskas yes. well, well done, done. Thanks really you. well done I'm happy with that Yep Two to get We'll get them before the end of the show Let's bring in Stevie and Haghill How is it going Stevie? Aye alright Alright sir Good What's it, on your mind? Uh, it's like Mark and Most Celtic supporters But Sorry I'll need to turn my radio off Because he's behind a bit Good idea. But, uh, I say, Mark and the rest of it, there's a few pundits that are basically saying that the, the league was over by the time Rangers played Celtic in the last game of the season. But I remember them saying that if, if Celtic win the Ibrox, they can go on for this massive points record. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and it, 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 it became, then it became a nothing game after Rangers beat them at Ibrox. I just wanted to see what Mark was wanting to say about that. And I, I think that Rangers were a stronger team at the end of the season last season with Michael Beale finishing two points closer than when they took the team over. And I, I, I think he's weakened the team this season as well. Listen, Stevie, you're spot on. I did say that. Um... And I, I just said it was a nothing game just about an hour ago. But in the in the bigger picture, it was a nothing game. At the time, Celtic needed something to play for and they had they had things in their sight. But when it boils down to it, it didn't really matter. If they lost the game, there was no detrimental effect on them losing that game at Ibrox. So the players really didn't have that fear of losing. Mm. They had something to gain, of course. They had... They had that goal at the end of it if they had to beat Rangers and they would have been immensely proud if they then went on to confirm that record with another five games after that. But it takes on a slightly different feeling from a must-win for both teams. It was never that. It was never a must-win for both teams. So I, I stand by what I said at the time and I stand by what I say now. Um, was it not the case, Stevie, that we would always actually find out in time because had... And a lot changed over the summer, right? So that maybe flipped things. But had Rangers come out the traps flying this season and then beat Celtic in the most recent game, people maybe would have said, I ah, see it was a marker. You know, that was the monkey yeah. off the back and we've learned how to beat Celtic and, and so on. But because that, that didn't happen, that's not, that's why people look back on the game last season and maybe say that it didn't count for much. But, 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 but uh, at the same time, Big Angel always says, we don't stop. So... In my in my opinion, Bill had the beaten a big Ange on for when they uh, Celtic were fifteen points in front. And I think it finished they finished thirteen points in front. 
we still didn't really say much for what Rangers done, but I think Rangers finished stronger in the leagues than what Celtic did. And then to come into this season and see what we've, we've done, we're we a new team, we're we, we his own team. I think it's time for Bill to just fall on the sword and go because he's, made, he's, he's come in and he's with a team that had beaten the Rangers and he's, now he's got a team that, sorry, a team that had beaten the Celtic and now he's got a team that they just look as if they're not going anywhere. Okay, I, I, think, I think I get where, where Stevie's coming mm-hmm. from that I thought there was a bit of a handbrake turn there because it was like a pro Beal call but he then wants him to fall on his sword. Um, but I think Stevie, so Stevie believes Rangers did have the beating of Celtic last season and now they don't and therefore that's that's Michael Beale's fault but Mark's obviously <laughs> saying well... Right I'm not going to argue that case of beating the um, Celtic. Celtic went on to win the treble. But where I do agree just now is, if you look at Rangers' team finishing last season to the Rangers' team starting just now this season, you've lost so much quality there for last season. And I don't think it's been replaced. Apart from, I think the goalkeeper, Butland, has been sensational. I think he'll be on, go on to be a very, very good signing indeed. But the rest of them... And you can even take into Morellas, for instance. You can take into guys like Arfield, uh, Ryan Kent, these sort of players that have gone. Now, have they repla- been replaced? And when you replace them, you need better quality. That's what you're judged on. And that's why the board is supposedly saying, look, we're back to manager. This is what he's asked for. We've given them it. So he needs to start performing. The players need to start performing. So I can understand where he's coming from with that um, assessment of last season's team to this one. Yeah, uh, I would say so. Just purely because what we've seen so far hasn't been good enough. I guess time will be the test of that. You know, if lots of Rangers fans on here will say that the team hasn't been given time to jail and they will come good and they're seeing... You know, players getting better as the weeks go on. Desser's been the main one, so I would give them a wee bit more time before I, before I fully analyse what team's better, this team or the team last year. Because remember, the team at the end of the season, Morelos and Kent were getting so much stick uh, for their performance level. So there was a lot of problems last year. Um, Cantwell and Raskin were outstanding for them. Uh, have they started as well as they finished last season? Well, not so sure. They have. People were really looking at them to take up the mantle and pull the rest along with them. I, th- I think they're finding it as difficult as the rest of them this season, so time will tell on that one. Thank you, Stevie. Nice to catch up with you. That was Stevie and Highkill on the usual number. Uh, probably not quite got time to squeeze another call in, but of course you can get in touch with us tomorrow. We're all, always there on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. If you do want to put some points across to the guys So uh, let's try and finish off on this teaser then We're looking for seven players They've won the Champions League They've got a Champions League winner's medal this century And they've also played in Scotland at some point in their career Can you name them? You've given me Edgaris Jankowskis somehow Henrik Larsson, Giovanni van Bronckhurst Andy Robertson and Virgil van Dijk Jankowskis was a hard one I mm. thought someone else Played for Dundee No No Did they play with Rangers? Uh, both of the ones you're looking for Pedro Mendes Yeah. Good shout Oh there you go You were moaning about the competition I was up against I was up against Champions League winners At the weekend mm. Oh at the Masters yeah Aye, uh, okay. yes. yeah. Pedro uh, Mendes well done um, Which means one more And he was get... the Rangers Mm-hmm. 
He's won the Champions League twice uh, in, in that period. I've got it. And he has got international honours yeah. as well. Got it. Play the tune. We'll who, go in a high. Who texts you? How can someone text this me? every night. I just love it. I wind oh, them up. Oh, so no, <laughs> when did I look at my phone? <laughs> We're running out of time. I forgot to tell you a story for the other day. I but I'll tell you. Quick, another nah, time. You squeeze it in quickly. See, one of the questions was, what's the, uh, what's the other name for the San Siro? And none of us knew it. Just coincidentally, he he went on his phone and he starts going, Is it called the Messiah or something? I said, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I said, Right, no, it down, and he got it right. Oh, yeah. I would go to Burr. <laughs> it's not right. Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, what, 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 hey, Newman What international no. honours Did they win Oh no Right okay Goalkeeper A- No AC Milan Gattuso Reno oh, Gattuso He won the World Cup Didn't he There we go Thank you Mark And Gordon We are back tomorrow night At 6 o'clock With Hugh Keevans And Kenny Miller Looking ahead to a big weekend The return of domestic football So make sure you don't miss out On that one It was a pleasure To have your company As always We appreciate the calls And the tweets and the many, many, many of you who just listen uh, and uh, hopefully enjoy what you're hearing. So we will do it from six o'clock again tomorrow. In the meantime, you might as well stay right there. Amber is in for Callum tonight. She's up next.